Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. For this week's episode, we are going to be kind of walking through our fitness journey because I know a lot of you guys, if you watch our YouTube videos or you follow us on Instagram, you know that we like to work out quite a bit and like keep our lifestyle pretty like happy and healthy. But also I think we do a good job of showing that we like are very balanced in our life in that aspect. Like we are nowhere near perfect. But Um, I think that makes us like, not like, you know, more perfect, but like I think it's just more achievable and more attainable and, like, more sustainable. Realistic, yeah. Um, also, I wanted to give a quick shout-out to anyone that's a new listener and hasn't listened to our podcast before. I think we have a lot of good, dedicated listeners to our podcast, but if you are just joining us, hello, welcome. We hope you enjoy Hi. and check out our other episodes. Also, if you've been listening for a while and you think that someone else you might know would really enjoy our podcast, we would love if you guys kind of, you know spread by word of mouth the podcast that you're listening to and hopefully you think that they would like our podcast and then they could check it out so we can kind of keep building the according to audience so before we get started also quick shout out for our merch it's um available in our bio on our instagram we sell sweatshirts t-shirts and stickers Mm -hmm. and also don't forget to rate our podcast on or on itunes i know we like haven't said that in a while but Ratings definitely do matter, and, like, it means a lot to us when we see reviews are actually, like, written out. And if you have constructive criticism also, feel free to leave that in the review as well. We're always trying to improve, I know. Uh, probably the biggest issue, I think we kind of talk over each other every once in a while, but... We try to we work do the best it. we can. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of all we have to get started. We're going to do our weekly spotlights, as always. Hopefully you guys can think of a weekly spotlight as we talk through ours, just to be grateful. I guess it is Thanksgiving, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, just think of something to be thankful for. Uh, mine's pretty, like, it's not super deep this week, but we just had a dentist appointment this morning, and I'm someone that tends to have a lot of cavities. I don't know why. I used to not take great care of my teeth. I've been doing so much better, like, as I've gotten older, but, like, my teeth just still tend to have cavities. I'm not going to blame it all on my teeth, but I just feel like I have, well, I know I have more cavities than the average person, and so I always kind of go into, like, the dentist being like, oh, like, I Here probably we go have again. cavities. <laughs> Um, and after, like, the past year, I had, like, a root canal, and then, like, I had to get a crown on top of that, like, it was a whole long process with multiple appointments, and I just finished that, like, in August, so this was the first, like, cleaning appointment I've had where it's all been done, and so I was just waiting to, like, have something, like, get started again, but I went in, I was literally in there for, like, 15 minutes, and he looked at my teeth and was like, yeah, you're good, good to go, and so I was like, yes, I don't have to be back for six months, (laughs) Um, so that was a good start to my morning because I've had some hiccups with my teeth lately, I guess, in that regard. If anyone else out there gets cavities a lot, let me know because I I just don't know why, but I just always seem to have them. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not my weekly spotlight, but I also am cavity-free, so no cavity gang, here we go. Um, like Megan said, like, I'm kind of the same. I always expect to get, like, oh, you have, like, you know, a cavity, like, schedule an appointment to come back in. Or, like, I just honestly hate the process of, like, getting a filling because I hate, like, 
when your mouth gets numb and it's like such a hassle <laughs> and you like can't really you know eat comfortably for a few hours so like that's why I dislike getting fillings obviously like I've learned like it's not that deep it's just more annoying to me at this point mm-hmm. but when I was younger when I had like uh to get a filling I'd be like this is so embarrassing and like cry and stuff well that's because when we were younger and I think this is the case with most baby teeth like you get fillings that are like silver in your mouth and so like we were like metal mouths yeah. we had so much silver in our mouths when we were younger because like that was the type of filling we used and obviously now I get white fillings I remember because I'm an adult. my mom taking a picture when I got my first white filling and like she was like serious first white filling or whatever Wait, I don't know what? if she posted it but I was like that's not something to be proud of because <laughs> it's like you know how you like made that good. up no, I didn't. I know there's a picture when, like, I got my first white filling. How old were you? I don't know. I had all adult teeth, I think, or it was this on an adult tooth. But. a quick random side thought I had. So, me and Sierra had braces for a year and three months. This is just, like, I have a question. So, when we first got our braces off, um, I remember, like, we both, and we both said this after the appointment, we got our braces off, and then we looked in the mirror, and we were, like, smiling, and we were, like, okay, yeah, they're straight, but we were also kind of, like, they kind of look a little weird, like, when you first see yourself without braces, it wasn't, like, for us, it wasn't, oh my gosh, like, this is what I've been waiting for, like, my perfect straight teeth, like, my perfect smile, I look so much better now. Yeah. I was like, ugh, I kind of don't know how I feel about how I look right now. I know, now. I got kind of sad, because I was like, put them back on, <laughs> like, I don't think I look any better, but I think that you, if this does happen to everyone, I feel like it's mostly just the change, and you're just kind of like, what? I also feel like my smile has changed since getting my braces off a little bit, I don't know if this is, like, the case for everyone, but I think that... Megan, especially, we had to, like, relearn how to smile yeah. without braces, and, like, that took a little bit to figure out, but we figured it out since then. Anyway, we're going to jump into my weekly spotlight, so. Okay, yeah, it's like we've talked about the yeah. dentist for, like, five minutes um, now. My weekly spotlight was going to our last gaming clinic in undergrad, or potentially as students, it depends on, you know, if we get into <laughs> Iowa's PT I'm sorry program. if I keep coughing. I have, like, allergies are acting up right now, so I'm doing my best. So we played um, Illinois, and we did win. Honestly, it was closer probably than it should have been, but a win is a win, and I think it was a lot of fun. It was senior day, and the weather was actually really nice. Like, I was kind of taking my coat off like a little November. bit. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, the season one was the first season that we went to every single home game because... I know freshman year we like skipped one or two because it was either really cold or we had to study and like last year we didn't go to the first game because we were at a lake house. And then also when it's like they always we always play Nebraska the week of Thanksgiving break like on Black Friday and so like last year it was a home game and like I'm not going to go back for the home game during Thanksgiving break but that's an away game this year so we made it to all the home games. Yeah so go me great Hawkeye fan. Um, and it was senior day so there's like a lot of cool stuff going on like obviously everyone's like hyping up the seniors and it was a lot of fun. There was, like, another flyover, too. Yeah. So, if you don't know what a flyover is, I'm guessing most of you guys probably do, but it's when um, they're playing the national anthem before the football game, and they have, um, like, fighter jets or fighter planes or something of that sort um, fly over the stadium, and so we've done a lot of those this year, was, like, and I just think... like, the fourth one this year. Yeah, I think they're so cool. And there's literally six home games, Gets so. everyone hyped up, so maybe they'll keep doing that. I like it, because I swear last year they only did, like, one or two, and it's been at four different home games this year, and mm-hmm. so... Usually I know, like, usually they announce beforehand, too, but I swear I didn't see anything saying there was going to be a flyover, so it was, like, a fun little surprise. And it wasn't, like, perfect timing this time, either, so I didn't think there was going to be one, and then, like, like after the song, or after the national anthem was over, it was like, oh, it's flying by yeah, right now. Everyone, like, looks up, and they're like, oh, my God, like, look. So, that's a lot of fun. All right, are we ready to get into the topic? Yeah, let's go ahead. All right. 
So I always think, like, we're going to kind of make this chronological in terms of, you know, I think that makes the most yeah, sense. I think it does, too. So I remember when we were younger, our older sister, Haley, she's been swimming, like, for forever. I don't know when she started, but, like, for as long as I can remember, she's been a swimmer. I guess she did soccer, like, before she swam, and I remember that, too. But, okay. yeah, it's always been, like, she's a swimmer, always has mm-hmm. been, always will be. <laughs> Oh, you that hurt. <laughs> um, and, like, that was always, like, her thing. We'd go to her, like, swim competitions all the time. Swim meets. Whatever. Same thing. And if you guys aren't swimmers or, like, if you don't know someone who's a swimmer, like, swim meets can take a long time. Like, you're there all day, whether or not they're swimming, because, like... They have different... They have different events, events the day. heats, blah, blah, blah. And, like, we would... When Haley had swim meets, and sometimes it's, like, I swear multiple days in a weekend. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I stopped going to her swim meets when I was, like, old enough to not have to go. Um, <clears throat> but I remember everyone else, like, everyone else's siblings that are in the stands because they're also stuck there. Everyone brought their Nintendos yeah, to I the pool. About that. And, like, they would go to the Pick chat room. Yes. Because if you're, in, like, within a certain distance, then you'd be able to, like, see each other in the chat room. And so all these, like, stranger kids would just, like, be in the same chat room, honestly, like, doing nothing. I don't... It was just the thing to do, I guess, so at the sweet And so we'd always bring our Nintendos and, like, have those. And then just the smell of a swimming pool is, like, ingrained in my brain because mm-hmm. of how many hours we spent in a swimming pool with chlorine and stuff. Also, this is just another side note, but I don't know why I feel like we were in swim lessons for, like, five million years when we were younger. I feel like, in hindsight, like, you're only supposed to go to swim lessons until you can, like, swim. My and, like, memories- we went, I swear, for, like, three summers. Yeah, my memory hopefully serves me wrong. Like three but whole summers. I remember so vividly, like a huge part of my childhood is our grandma driving us to um, where we had swimming lessons, and like she would always play the same songs. So yeah, like whenever I hear those songs, <laughs> it probably was. Whenever I hear those songs, I'm just like, oh yeah, my god, to swim lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go one single podcast episode without referencing a TikTok? No. Um, and so. That was just, like, we always seemed like we were at swimming lessons. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. There and we'd was, get gum afterwards. She'd, like, hand us Sierra got gum. traumatized at swimming lessons yeah. one time. This is just turning into a story time. We'll get Whatever. to the fitness People journey People like eventually. when it turns more, you know, story time. So, it was always a thing. I don't know if it was, like, at the end of practices. We, or, I guess you can call it practice, whatever. At the end of swim practices, lessons. swim lessons, um, the teachers would, like, let you go and, like, jump off the diving board if you wanted to. And, like, Megan was doing this for a I while. I always loved doing it. So I was like, okay, wee, let me and jump off Usually the I would go and like jump off of like the swimmer's blocks. <laughs> that's, you know. I forgot about that. So like that's what I would do. <laughs> and then one time I was like, okay, I think I'm going to do it. And I like walk up there and I'm standing at the edge of the diving board and I'm like, mm-mm, no, I can't do it. And I don't know, like I was just standing up there. I don't know, I should have just like turned around and like walked off because like who's going to stop me? But like an instructor came up behind me Picked me up and threw me off. <laughs> and, like, by the time I came up from, like, the water, like, tears were streaming down my face. <laughs> okay, question, crying. though. Who does that? Right? Like, did he think you were waiting for someone to, like, come throw you off? No. I don't know. But that was really traumatizing. And then my mom yelled at, like, the instructor's boss. It was probably a high schooler. I mean, yeah. When you think back, like, I thought all of these people were adults. But, like, probably not. They're probably in high school just mm-hmm. trying to teach some kids how to swim. But... I remember, because I had already jumped at that point, and so I remember watching <laughs> it happen, and you just got thrown up, and I was like, Sierra's not going to like that. <laughs> oh, you just made her mad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you remember, um, we'd also do, like, those treading water competitions yeah. in the deep end? And I'd be, like, how, I'd be like, how long can these people 
go. Because I remember they'd be like, ride the bicycle, spread the pancakes or whatever. Because, like, that's the motion you're supposed to do. And I, I think, also remember, like, tires for some reason. Yeah. Is that a thing? Like, we would, like, sit in a giant inner tube, I think. I don't fully mm-hmm. know. But I remember for, like, the treading water stuff, I think they only had you do it for, like, a minute. But, like, to me, that was, like, the longest time ever. And I was just like, how am I supposed to keep treading water? And they were like, don't try and stay, like, super high above the water. Like, you just have to, like, have your mouth above the water. And I was like, this is freaking me out. <laughs> or, you know, it's grossing me out when you're at the pool and you see, like, all those Band-Aids and, like, the little water mm-hmm. things. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> I saw that all the time during swim lessons. They need to clean those out more. <laughs> Anyways, point of that is... I don't know what swimming is. <laughs> Haley swam a lot. We did swim lessons a lot. And then I remember when we were getting ready to finish swimming lessons, like we were finally actually done with swim lessons. I was kind of like, because you at learned this point, one flip turn. I guess, <laughs> and then you're like, maybe I should be a swimmer. <laughs> pretty much. So me and Sierra never, I can't even think of like, was this like the first sport I was like maybe interested in or had we like tried anything else before this? I don't fully remember. This might get a little off, but it doesn't really matter. Um, so for swimming lessons, I was kind of like maybe a little bit interested in like, like trying swimming and like joining a swim team just because like me and Sierra were like searching for what our sport was going yeah, to be. I remember distinctly like as a child, I was always so frustrated because I was like, Haley has like her thing and like so many kids have like their things, their sports that they do. And I was like, I don't have anything. And I was like eight years old. Like I didn't have to have like a thing yeah. at this point, but I remember it was like really weighing on me. I just wanted to like find my thing. So anyways, I spent like five minutes learning how to do a flip turn, and then I never pursued swimming whatsoever after that. So. And I wasn't interested in swimming at all. Like, I was like, Megan, you do that if you want to. I really So basically, don't want to. I just learned how to do a flip turn, and then I was like, that's it. Um, and then at some point, I think the first sport that we tried was dance. Yeah. I don't even know how we got into Me it. Me either. I think our mom just must have signed us up for s- some dance lessons. Yeah. Because, and the place we went to also was like a dance and gymnastics studio. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe that helped us kind of get introduced to gymnastics. I don't know. Um, we never did. Wait, yes, we did. We did one competition. Okay. Um, I was going to say we never did gymnastics at that gym, but that's oh. a lie. We did yeah. do gymnastics at that gym. Oh, my God. I remember. I remember about that. I just remember. We'll get there. Um, so, like, we did tap in ballet. I honestly have very few memories. I kind of remember going to, like, the positions, like, that your feet are like, in. Like, I have some recollection of the practices. We were probably, like, like, seven, eight years old at this point. And I don't think we did it for more than a season. We did tap and ballet. Actually, I think we did jazz, too. Maybe. I don't know. Something like that. I remember our costumes. I loved our costumes. We had, like, these, uh, like, leotards and then, like, these poodle skirts that we wore. And, like, there was different colors. There was, like, pink, blue, green, and purple. And we had green. And we had, like, these pictures. And, like, I just loved it. And, like, our hair was, like, all done up in, like, a little bun. And our bangs were, like, curled forward for the, what do you call it? Like, it's not a me. I don't know. Competition recital showcase um and we did one like recital at I think like a local high school and I remember like since it's like the little kids there's someone off to the side like of the stage and like I was literally just like looking to the side of the stage like copying them I'm sure like all the kids probably were but I mean I liked dance just, like, I don't when even I was remember why we quit like I, I don't, don't either I feel like we just were like yeah I don't feel like doing it again yeah I feel like if it wasn't something we really enjoyed we were just like eh like no thanks I don't want to do this again so the next sport we decided to try was soccer. soccer. I remember, like, you know how when you're in elementary school, they, like, teachers hand stuff out, like, oh, like, soccer club is I starting, like, I think Maggie like, got something, time. too, and so it's kind of like, we all got, like, a soccer flyer type thing, and so I think we were all like, hey, like, let's try to play soccer together. And I remember, like, I was more, like, into this than Megan was, and, like, since I was yeah. doing soccer, Megan's like, okay, like, I'll do soccer, too. And, I don't know, like, Maggie also just did soccer, 
and we all were on the same team. I don't know if we, like, that happened to be, like, just because or if we, like, all signed up to be on the same team. I'm not quite sure how it works. And, like, I remember, like, getting all the gear. Yes! Yes. (laughs) And, like, we broke out because, like, we have eczema. So, like, our skin broke out really bad with, like, one of the shin guards that we had. So, we had to get, like, a different shin guard that, like, didn't didn't wrap around. It was weird. And, like, then my sock just had to keep it in place. And I was like, this is not ideal, but okay. And then, oh, my God, things that, like, go around the shoe to keep the straps from, like, untying. I hated those because they were hard to get out. Um, I'm just, like, having flashbacks to all this right now. And let me tell you, the only thing I wanted to do in soccer was be a goalie. That was the only thing I wanted to to do. I didn't want to like run around. I just wanted to be a goalie and like catch the ball and like. That and like was for what being, I to do. our team was not good. None of us were like you know really good soccer players. Maybe some of them ended up becoming good soccer players, but I think it was probably all of our first season or like we were all very new to playing soccer. And our coach, which let me know how this works, our coach had no soccer experience whatsoever. Like truthfully didn't like he specifically said to either us or parents or something that he was coaching soccer to lose weight himself which does that seem like the most ideal way to lose weight probably not but also like I remember being at a game and we hadn't learned any of the rules really because he didn't still know how to play soccer, soccer. and so I um and this is probably like dumb if you play soccer you're like oh my god like no you don't do that but keep in mind I had no idea how soccer worked and like no one ever really went over the rules it was just like us kicking a ball at practice and like I don't know that was it and so um there was someone where we were on our team's end of the field like by our goalie and someone kind of not really almost made it into the goal but like I was ended up getting the ball before it like went to the goalie and for some reason our goalie was like mad that I didn't like let her get the ball so I was like oh I'll like take it the ball to her and then she can like throw it back out because that's what she wants to do she's the goalie and I guess that's illegal. Or I got in trouble <laughs> for it, so it's not allowed. And then I was, like, really embarrassed because I didn't know the rules to the game. And so I was, like, that's awkward. Like, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that. So anyways, I just, like, didn't like soccer from the start. Our whole season that we had, we lost every single game except for we tied one. So basically I learned that if I didn't, if I wasn't good at a sport, I was, like, I don't like it. My only memory from soccer is at one of the games, uh, someone kicked the ball into my stomach and I got the wind knocked out of me. (laughs) So yeah, we only did soccer for one season. I think Maggie did it for another one. She did. And Jerry was her coach though. So Jerry is her dad, our uncle. And so I think her team was actually pretty decent that year. But we just decided, you know, this isn't for us either. And so I'm trying to think how old were we at this point or like when did I feel we... like that was second grade. Huh. I don't know, honestly. So we must have gone a while without doing a sport then. I right? don't know. My memory is like kind of mixed when it comes to childhood. Anyway, next sport, or actually Megan had like a brief I thing went to volleyball. a volleyball camp just again to try it out. And then I realized, because it was like a one day, but like pretty full day volleyball camp. My forearms hurt a <laughs> lot. And I was just like... I can't. I can't do this. They hurt so bad. And I didn't do the clinic because I had no interest in volleyball. So I tried it out, but I mean, I don't even remember like how good or not good I was, but I just remember my forearms hurt so bad. So I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. I'm going to not do this either. Um, now comes uh, our sport that we actually did. So um, I remember specifically the reason that we started gymnastics was because we were at our dad's house and Megan and I used to do this thing all the time where we'd like be standing and then we'd go on one leg and like we'd lift one of our legs up and like bend our foot like towards our hip to like show how flexible we were do you remember that I mean I remember doing it 
Anyway. Right. Um, and then our, I guess, ex-stepmom, but she, I don't know if they were married. I think they were just dating at that time. But, like, she was at her dad's house. And she was like, oh, you guys are, like, so flexible. Like, you should do gymnastics. And a light bulb just, like, went off in my head. And I was like, I'm going to do gymnastics. And so that's how I got our mom to sign us up for gymnastics. Megan and I actually did different classes at first. I think we, like, wanted to be separate and, like, try it on our own. I don't remember being in different classes. Well, we were. And then I didn't like my coach. So then I had mom switch me to your class at... Why were we in different classes? I don't even remember that. Well, Anyways, we, we also... I had my class before you did, and yours was, like, the next day oh, or something. Oh, maybe... Maybe I do remember. I don't know. I remember her like pushing me down my splits and I was like, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so this was at the gym, the gym that we went to for dance. And so it wasn't the gym that we ended up going to for like most of our gymnastics career. But we were there for like one or two years, I think, where we had like weekly or so practices. We moved right before I think we were going to move up to like their pre-team yeah. team. So like, I remember we had so good when they were like doing pre-team testing with us because we got to use like the actual beams. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing that I thought was, I didn't realize it was odd until I ended up switching gyms and I was like, okay, that was weird. So the gym that we were going to um, had two beams that were not actual beams. Like they were like the same height and length. But like they one were, was covered in carpet and the other one was like a blue, like not foam, but it wasn't like, it wasn't beam. a real beam. So that's what we always practiced on like nonstop. And so like we never really went to the actual beams and except for like one time I think where we were like, for some reason, practicing with one of the preteen girls. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. And then there was, like, a giant floor. that was, like, a full-size 40 by 40 floor, but we never used that except for, like, one time again. Because they had, like, two or, like, one or two lanes just on the other side of the gym that we would use, which is fine. Like, that works. We're not, like, we don't need a giant floor lane. And then we did bars a lot. Like, you'd think I would have been so good at bars because we always did bars. They had two ropes with them, so, like, one had knots all throughout the rope, and, like, that one I could climb, obviously, really easily because you can put your feet on the knots and stuff, but then they had one without any knots. I don't think we ever climbed that one, Mm -mm. but I remember I felt so strong every time I would do that because I was like, look at me, I can get all the way to the top. So, and then vault, we didn't touch vault once. We didn't do anything that even simulated vault, at least not to my memory, because we showed up to our next gym, and I was like, vault? What's vault? Who? (laughs) Vault Who? And so that was odd because we went there for like two years. You would think that we would have like went around the gym a little bit more, but we really were pretty limited with what we even learned. And then we actually really only switched gyms because we ended up moving. We only moved like 15 minutes away, but like there's a closer gym. So we just like switched gyms. And that was the gym that we ended up going Mm -hmm. to from fifth grade to senior year of high school. Yeah. So we started out as advanced. That was like our level that we started out with. And I felt as like advanced like fancy um I think that we pretty consistently like moved up a level every single year I think that's what kept us drawn to gymnastics because like it was finally a sport that we liked and that we were good at like we could prove like comparatively to like people in our class even though like you shouldn't compare like we were doing well whereas like in soccer we were always losing and I was like we suck like I suck you know so I was always like I don't want to keep doing this and then dance I don't know why we quit but probably something along the same lines like we just couldn't really see how well we were doing Whereas gymnastics, like, we just were actually able to see the progress we were making and we were really driven to move up the levels. So we finally stuck with something. Mm -hmm. So we had one year of advance and then we moved up to house team, I think, the second year. We had, like, a brief stint where we, like, quit because our dog died and, like, we were sad. I don't know. Don't ask me. It was weird. But we, like, joined up, I think, like, that same summer that we quit. We, like, joined back up. Yeah. 
And then the comp- or the team before the competition competition team at our gym is called house team. So we were on house team for a little bit. And so they just do in-house competitions. Yeah. So they practice like twice a no, week. No, it's once a week. Or once a week. two hours. Okay. Once a week for two hours. And keep in mind, this is not a USAG. It's a USAG Excel gym and not like USAG JO gym. So like all the hours that we practice are much less than other gyms. Mm-hmm. So we did that. I don't know how many years we were on team. I get kind of like fuzzy with that, honestly. Like actual team? Mm, like house team. Like, actual team, we started in 2012. Sierra looks at my poster. That's, yeah. like, of our first gymnastics so meet. I can't fully remember. When did, we, when did we move? When were we in fifth grade? In 2009. So, that was advanced. Is that, like, 2009 was the fall? Yeah. So, then 2010 would have been, like, that competition season. So, it was one year of house team and then team. So, yeah. one year advanced, one year house team, one year and then that first year on yeah. team. Yeah, so we moved up. And that sounds right because we, at least in the beginning, like, we moved up every single season, which was... Good. <laughs> good. That's good. Um, so, yeah. I remember just really liking the gym. Like, we got to, like, we just were, like, really. Our we gym is great. We're going we, there tonight. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, but, like, we probably peaked when we were, like, younger to maybe, like, gold platinum. Like, we were doing, like. I wouldn't say peaked. I just feel like it's so much harder when yeah. you get higher The jump up. is harder, especially with, like, you don't practice 40, like, 20, 40 hours a week, whatever other gymnasts practice. And so really getting to that higher level is just so much more of a challenge than being able to move up from the lower levels. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're not familiar with Excel, they do different leveling than JO. So JO is like one through 10. Excel is bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond. And our gym doesn't even do bronze anymore because it's like quote unquote too easy for like It's just not worth like the practice that they yeah. have to put in. So we, our first year was bronze and like that was when they, before they changed the level. So it's like the bronze then was equivalent to silver now. And then like we pretty consistently move it up every year. We were bronze and then gold because that was when the switch happened. So we like quote unquote skipped silver, but like not really. And then we went from gold to platinum and then we stayed platinum two years and then we were diamond two years. So, um... Let's see. I don't know what else Um, to like. There's like so much to cover with gymnastics. I don't know like what to cover. I feel like this is more fitness journey focused and so like there's still a lot we want to end up talking about. So I guess we'll just kind of say like we, you know, stuck with gymnastics. We are very committed. Like we never honestly I guess we really... had cheer too. Okay, we can let me finish kind of yeah. gymnastics and then we can tack on cheer and then we'll keep going. So for gymnastics, like we were very dedicated to it. We put in a lot of effort to it considering like I guess the levels that we were in and like not being like Olympic level. Um, or even, like, training for collegiate level, like, we still put in a lot of effort to get to the next level and, like, put an effort at practice, um, so, and, like, I remember even, like, senior year, I was, like, I'm not trying to, like, dumb anything down, like, I really want to end my senior year with, like, the best skills that I have, and so that's, like, the last year is when I competed my back walkover, back handspring step out, and, like, I was so happy that I got that because I was, like, my, like, the skill that I've been wanting to compete for, like, three years after I got my back handspring, that was kind of, like, the next hardest skill that I wanted to get on beam, and so, like, it was really nice. I never, like, I landed it one time out of me, but I threw it every time. Mm-hmm. So, And then, just, that. like, on top of that, like, we even practiced through the summer after we finished our last competition season just because we really enjoyed it and liked being at the gym. And so, that's just kind of, like, all of our teammates were, like, our best friends. And they're all going to be at the gym tonight. So, it's gonna be excited. So fun. Um, um, but, yeah. So, we also decided to tack on cheerleading, at least, like, high school cheerleading to our schedule. So, when in eighth grade, like, when you kind of get, like, freshman 
not freshmen, but like the high school starts to advertise to eighth graders like going to be freshmen, like, hey, cheer tryouts are coming up, blah, blah, blah. Come to these clinics and we can like teach you all the stuff so you can like try out. And so me and Sierra, like, I think that we always just kind of like knew we wanted to try cheer in high school yeah. just because there wasn't any other sports we could get involved in at our high school that were like semi-related to gymnastics because there's no gymnastics teams at our high school. Most high schools don't have gymnastics teams. And so we were like just kind of assuming like let's do cheer and like Maggie did cheer so we had some exposure to it and what it was like. And so we just liked the idea of trying out, seeing if we made the team and just getting more involved in school. And so spring of our eighth grade year, we like got the flyers and we were like, okay, let's go to the clinics and like actually go try out. And so that's what we did. So freshman year, I remember we were both kind of bummed because we made the freshman squad and we like were really shooting for JV, but it ended up being like no big deal. Freshman was totally fine for us. And it was kind of fun to just like stay with people that were in our grade that we were like cheering with and also cheering for because uh, freshmen cheered for like the freshman football team. And then sophomore year though, I know we like really wanted varsity. We're like, okay, yeah, I want to skip straight. Cause like for our school, um, and there's only sophomores, lot. juniors, and seniors can be on varsity. Freshmen can't be. Freshmen can only be on freshman or JV. And our school district is like, there's a lot of good cheerleaders in our school district. Like I could I don't, probably not make varsity. We wouldn't make well, it I mean, now. Like, yeah. I'm just saying that like, if you're an upperclassman, you're more likely to make varsity. Like, they do consider that. But if you're a sophomore, like, you definitely, like, might not make it. You're most likely going to be on JV. And if I were trying out, like, with the people that are trying out now, there's no way I would have made varsity because, like, that's how good the program's getting. But we were lucky that at the time our gymnastics background was, like, enough to help us get to, like, varsity over some other people. And so, so there's only three sophomores yeah, on you're varsity. You're two of them. You're two of them. And that was really good. I feel like that really, like, sophomore year really pushed me to be, like, I think my I remember her, like, congratulating us, cheerleader. like, posting either on Instagram or, like, on her story or something, being like, congrats to Magnus here for making varsity cheer. Oh, I don't remember that, but thanks, Haley. Um, and I remember, like, we were both flying that year, and I felt so confident, like, with my stunt group and with my tumbling. Like, it really just was, like, was, like, the best it was actually know, cheer so fun. year ever. Yeah, it was so fun. I, like, was learning so many new skills because... Cheering is so much different than gymnastics and like going from our freshman team where we definitely learned a lot and like learned a lot of the basics but being able to like go to that next level once we were on varsity with a lot of like people that were a lot more experienced and like because our freshman team trust more. no one had experience in cheer yeah and so we're very like, new next year when we were sophomores there was like juniors and seniors who had been cheering like since they were freshmen or had you know background in all-star cheer, like, it was just a lot easier, and, like, I felt more comfortable when I was done Like, we loved cheer sophomore year. And it I remember, so, so we, like, never did the competition team, like, for our school, because we never really had the interest to, and, like, thought it would take up too much time, and, like, honestly, it probably would have. And I remember, like, the only thing that I had kind of similar to the competition cheer stuff was when we did, like, the homecoming routines. Yeah. So, for, like, the pep rally day for homecoming, the cheer squad gets to travel to, like, all the different middle schools, and, like, like, some elementary schools, but they don't, like, do anything at the elementary schools. But, like, we do a performance at the middle schools. And then, like, we have a ninth grade building. It's, like, different now. But when we went to school, it was a ninth grade building. And then, like, at the high school. And I remember, like, I loved it so much. It was, like, the best part of being a high school cheerleader. And, like, my stunt group was, like, the main stunt group. So I had, like, a few more things, like, I got to do. I got to do, like, a little flip thing. And I just loved it. <laughs> I loved everything about it. And, like, I don't think we messed up at, like, any of the schools. So that was good. So it was super fun, and it was just, like, the one rare occasion that you actually had to show how much your whole team could do, because, like, at football games, like, you're doing 
what you can, but it's not about the cheerleaders. It's about the football team. I just remembered freshman year because the freshman squad doesn't travel to the other schools. It's like only JV and uh, varsity. But like at the ninth grade building, which is like the freshman building, the freshman squad had like one thing yeah. that they did, and like we literally did like one prep. We literally <laughs> waited for like a minute and a half, like crouching the, in the background, and then it was like all of a sudden everyone stands up, walks forward, and then we do like, one prep. Prep That's so embarrassing. We did extensions. Okay. We definitely did extensions. So that was still kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, um, but I don't know. Then junior year, we did try out and we made varsity again, and at this point. We started realizing that the team had changed. Like, a lot of people graduated. Like, a lot of people that, like, were in our stunt group groups previously. Or, like, a lot of people that were juniors, like, they didn't do their senior year. So, yeah. it's, like, the squad like just, was completely different. It was a completely different team. And, like, I we tried to make the most of it. Sierra, at this point, got switched to basing. being a base. And I'm not good at basing. The I reason think. that happened was because there were a lot of flyers now that, like, had more experience than... Me and Sierra, I'm honestly, like, a little weakling, so I think that's why I stuck with being a flyer, because I, I physically couldn't base, and Sierra's at least, a, like, a little bit better at Plus, basing. also, like, the, a lot of varsities made up of, like, competition cheerleaders that were on the competition team, so they wanted to keep all of their flyers still like flying they, for the school team, so there, like, there wasn't enough people for me to also fly. Yeah. So I just, I had to base, and, so like, like I literally was not a good base. Basically, the people that were already on the varsity competition team they stuck with the same stunt groups, so they'd be practicing with the same stunt groups no matter what. So and so that like way, it was people. like, it was like, okay, everyone else um, was like pushed into these random stunt groups. And I'm not gonna lie, my stunt group wasn't great. I started feeling so nervous flying with them. I didn't feel safe flying with them because every single one of them, even though like they were on varsity, it was all their first experience cheering, and we had to start from like ground or square one and (laughs) we had to start with like from square one and it just like we never got to the point where I was super comfortable with my stunt group and so that just like wasn't a good feeling as a flyer I got dropped once and so I was just like you know what we can like not fly and I'd be okay with that I'll just tumble when we do stuff you know it got to that point where I was just like I'm more scared than like enjoying this right now and then for me I remember being at camp and like trying to learn these stunts like we could do a lib decently well with my stunt group but, like, the other three people in my group were all on competition team, and I think, like, I was kind of, like, the weak link mm-hmm. of the group. And I remember, like, trying to learn uh, a switch-up, and I physically, like, could never find her foot. <laughs> so we never did one of those. I was like, I'm not a base. Like, I can't do it. I'm much better at flying. And, like, there just wasn't room. Just, there just wasn't room. So when it came time to, like, deciding if we wanted to cheer our senior year, we were both like, no, nah, Yeah, so. and it wasn't that hard of a decision. We both were like, you know what, let's – we had our experience. It was fun. We did it for three years. And we just knew that it was not going to be any better the following year. So, and I was like, at that point, I probably would have been shoved to being a base because there just would have been more flyers. So we were like, you know, let's just call it quits and like we'll focus even more on gymnastics and enjoying that for our senior year. So that's what we decided to do. Um, That's kind of it for like our high school and like pre-sports stuff. So we've always, I guess like all that, just to say we've been active (laughs) growing up our whole lives. Our dad has also been someone that's been super active. Like he works so much and if he, he might listen to this because he figured out how to listen to her podcast Hi, Dad. now um but he works a lot yet he no matter what has always 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 made it time to like go to the gym and work out like multiple times a week just because like that's the kind of person he is like he knows that that's important and that he needs to do that and I feel and like so, when we were younger it kind of annoyed us because he'd be like it'd be Wednesday which is like the day that we went to his house and like we'd go to his house and be like okay like I have to go to the gym and be like the and like I'm he'd here. be gone for two hours you know uh, between like working out and like driving there and stuff and I'd be like that's so annoying but and, like obviously in hindsight like 
as I'm older, I'm like, it's so important to like take time to actually like work out. Whereas I know like a lot of people will like, they get kind of comfortable and they just kind of like let that become less important. And he like never did that. And like, I know with his, you guys know, if you've been like listening to this podcast or like watching us on YouTube and stuff, he's had neck surgery like a couple months ago. And so he's just starting to get back into working out because he had to take so much time off so he could like heal from his surgery and like he's so excited to like get back into it he's like I can actually like move and do stuff so I think it's also just like even like he's excited to like get back into it which Mm -hmm. is really good for him and then our mom hasn't ever been like the most active person she's you know she goes in phases of like she'll try out this gym and like she I will say when she picks something she like goes all in and is like super dedicated to doing it when we got a gym membership at the same gym, like, a couple summers ago, she was up going to the gym three, four, five times a week, like, at four or five in the morning. Like, she mm-hmm. is really disciplined when she finds something that works for her at that time. Um, but she just kind of, like, goes in phases. But it's definitely, like, she does focus on being active and, like, doing her best. And then also she's the one that She also focuses really more, like, us. on her diet. Yeah. Like, I feel like us and our dad are more focused on you know, Mm -hmm. the exercise aspect of it. So So I think we have different strengths and weaknesses probably, but basically like our parents both have like set a pretty good foundation of like knowing that we need to be taking care of our bodies or like even our mom just like always encouraging us to like join sports and like doing that. Like we've always been a family that's like supportive of our sports, like not Mm -hmm. just being like go to a sport, but like supporting us like, oh my God, I'm so proud of like, you know, the new skill you learned. Like Mm -hmm. she's just as excited as we are. Like when we're like, oh my gosh, like guess what I just did at practice tonight, you know? Oh, that's so fun. Like, when you come home oh my gosh. and, like, you learn I, a new skill. I forgot about that. <laughs> Mems. Like, you come back and you're like, oh, I, like, got a little bit closer. And, like, then you're like, I did it. Um, that's just, like, a little side note that I kind of forgot was a thing. So, me and Sierra have obviously known, like, we've never once planned to be collegiate gymnasts. So, we knew um, when we were in juniors in high school, we were kind of like, okay, we should start, like, planning out. Not planning out, but, like, we knew that our time as students was going to be coming to a close, and prior to that, we had absolutely no experience working out in an actual gym. All of our fitness and working out was done with whatever sports we were doing at that time. Technically, we did have to do, like, lifting over the summer for high school cheer, but, like, I don't think they, like, really phase that in well for, like, the females who don't do that often, aka the cheerleaders, (laughs) like, other, like, volleyball players and, like, track athletes and stuff, like, they're used to it, but, like, the cheerleaders would only go during the summer. And it was so new And they would have no idea what to do. Like, all the terminology, I was, like, (laughs) like, all the terminology, new. Didn't know what they were saying, didn't know what they were talking about, and so we had little experience, like, some in PE and some with lifting, but nothing really, like, where we could figure out what we liked to do and, like, on our own and actually, like, go navigate a gym on our own. So, and I think at this point, too, they had just built a really nice new gym in the area, and so, like, a lot of people in, like, upperclassmen in high school would, like, get gym memberships, and so it's kind of, like, it started crossing my mind, like, hey, maybe I should get a gym membership just to, like, be more active and, like, get used to working out in a gym. I was not going to get a gym membership at that gym, um, so me and Sierra decided to get a gym membership at Aspen Athletic Club. It's it was really cheap. We only had to pay like ten bucks a month because yeah. we got like a couples, yeah. um, a couples. What was it called? Membership. membership. <laughs> so it was like twenty dollars, but then you could like bring a guest every time. So me and Sierra just like brought each other every time. Technically, I was Sierra's guest. Yeah, and then we split the cost. But that's definitely like where we learned all the basics. I remember like the first times like we started going there, we'd go into like the group fitness classroom because it was always empty when we were there. We how we like trained has I don't want to say trained how we work out has changed so much, and that's why I think it's helpful that we started our junior year of high school because then by the time we got to college, we still had you know some things to learn. Obviously, I still have things to learn, but like 
you know, having that, like, oh, two years of experience, like, if I hadn't had that, like, I'd be starting how I was, like, junior year of high school, like, when I got to college, and I have, like, so much further to go. Yeah. So, we would, like, grab a mat, pull over, like, some light dumbbells. I think that how we started is how a lot of, especially females, start. Like, you're nervous to enter the weight area because, like, you don't know what's going on. You don't know how any of the equipment's used. You don't know how much weight you can handle. Like, there's just so much un- unknown that it's easier to do... Kind of slink to your own corner, grab some grab dumbbells. Grab a mat, grab some dumbbells, and, like, make something work there. And, like, that works. I'm not saying that the workouts we did weren't challenging because they were, but it's, like... Looking back now, I'm so much happier that we've, like, progressed past that. Um, Obviously, I'm not saying, like, if it works for you and you like doing that, then that's totally fine. We're just, like, that's where we started Mm -hmm. and we're not there anymore. So, we definitely, think, started with, like, our experience with gymnastics. (laughs) And, like, gymnastics does mostly (coughs) abs in terms of conditioning. So, like, most of our workout was abs. I remember the only thing that we did to train arms was, like, holding two freaking, like, eight-pound dumbbells in front of us and, like, doing front (laughs) raises yeah. One time or something That's like, how, like We had no idea what other arm exercises to do. And then, like, for legs, we did, like, a little bit more, but I don't think we ever used weight. It was mostly just, like, body weight stuff. We did like, a lot of abs. Yeah. A lot. Like, so, that like, was most of our workout. And, like, I think that's just because that's what's emphasized in gymnastics. So, like, it seemed just, like, that's what we should keep focusing on. Yeah. And, again, like, when you're first starting, like, I remember first starting and, like, arm working at my arms was so hard because Same. I didn't have super strong arms and so it because it's hard it made me hate working out my arms so I, know, I just didn't arms want used to. to be my least favorite thing my order of like favoritism I guess I love working out abs and then legs and then arms yeah that's kind of we how I hated our so. working out our arms so like we basically didn't and obviously I wouldn't suggest that like you have to progress and get stronger in order for you to actually be like hey I kind of actually don't hate this that much and, like I'm getting stronger it's getting easier and so I regret not kind of being more disciplined with like, making myself do stuff I didn't want to in the beginning, but, you know, you live and you learn. And then our gym went through, like, this makeover. They cut their size in half, which was not helpful for us. And we then didn't go to the side that they cut off, but, like, that was they, the had to re- <laughs> they had to reconfigure the gym so that now there was no group fitness area, and so we were like, where is our spot now? Because we always went into the group fitness area where no one else was so that we could just, like, do whatever we needed to. And then I remember during this time, we kind of switched to, like, Pinterest workouts. So, like, we found, like, one Pinterest ab workout that we really liked. And then, like, I think this is kind of when we started, like, trickling into, like, what the group fitness room used to be. Like, they had, like, some weight machines, like, yeah. a leg press and some, like, cable machines in there and, like, a Smith machine. And I think, we kind of were like, should we, like, go in there? I think one of the first machines that we ended up trying out was, like, the hip abduction machine. Because, I don't know, I feel like that was one of the first ones we tried out. Because I was like, I know like I know how to use this. Like, I can figure it out. Um, because it's actually really nerve-wracking to, like, try I and start trying to figure the out press. the leg press. Yeah. <laughs> we literally looked um, at a YouTube video. Yeah, we, we were, were like, at oh, the gym. Work. Well, we went to the leg press. Thought we'd be able to figure it out because it has instructions on it. Like, I'm aware that all the equipment has instructions on it. But, like, we couldn't make sense of it. And I feel like we were just flustered because we were like, there's people around. We didn't want people to think we were, like, dumb, even though, like, they probably don't care. And so we left the area, went, watched a video in a different part of the gym, figured it out, and then we went back and we were able to figure out the leg press. Which is so funny to, like, think back because, like, I haven't thought about that in forever and I'm like, you know, I forget that, like, people who haven't done this and, like, progressed through things that we have, like, they're still nervous when they start too because, like, now I could, like, feel like I'd go up to, like, any leg press machine and figure it out, you know, whether it's, like, cables or weights. If I couldn't figure figure it out right away or if I'm trying a new piece of equipment, like, even though I wouldn't have maybe used that equipment before, having already, like 
you know, I know how to use a lot of the equipment now. Like I wouldn't be nervous or like super embarrassed. It was taking me a couple minutes to figure out a new piece of equipment because like I'll figure it out, you know? And I feel like um, when you're first starting, you think everyone's looking at you. Someone's going to come up to you and be like, do you need help trying to figure out the machine? Not saying that won't ever happen, but like also if they say it in a polite way, like they're probably just trying to help you out. Obviously I know like there's a big issue of like people being like, you know, this guy came up to me at the gym and like tried to like get me completely correct me yeah and that's not don't do that (laughs) that's not good but sometimes people genuinely are just like trying to help things run a little smoother and so if that's the case then accept their help um what else have we done so after well i think that's like definitely like what helped us transition like into using like cable machines more dumbbells like more weights well then we went to college and i remember so our college actually has a really nice rec it was like built in 2013 so it's very new and extremely nice and it's like pretty big so a lot of people can work out there and so when we were freshmen we obviously knew that the rec was something we wanted to utilize it's free free with tuition and so we this was i think the first time we went was before classes even started because we moved in pretty early and so we made our way to the rec and we I felt so thought, confident. Well, we thought. Yeah. We thought we were going to be so confident. Like, we had already done all, like, the gym stuff where we, like, went and, like, figured out how to use all the machines. Like, we went through, like, that embarrassment beforehand. We show up to the rec. We couldn't get ourselves to go into the weight area. We were, I don't know. We were just too... Gym intimidation's a real thing. We were too nervous. So too many boys my age. <laughs> and, like, again, we'd never been to that gym before, so we didn't even know where we'd be walking into, what kind of equipment it would have like would we just walk around like would we walk around like lost puppies and just be like I don't know and so we decided to just grab a mat and do some abs for no we did cycling oh yeah we and we never cycle so yeah. that's how you know we were like lost not knowing what to do we like literally went to the bikes by the windows and we're like I guess we'll just do this for a little bit so that was our first experience at the campus rec and it was not a great one and so I think we were a little intimidated a couple of visits after that but we were definitely like okay we are going to start like getting back into the workouts that Once we know we can do. Once you push past like yourself into the get, weight like, area, yeah, like get time. through the barrier or like even just like the like wall of like you not being in the weight area to like entering the weight area, like that's a big thing because now you're in it. You can look around at like what the equipment is, and like it's not weird to look around. Everyone has to look around to see what equipment is open. Mm-hmm. So if you're going there for the first time, you can look around, kind of like act like you're looking for something that's open, but just like figure out what's there. And, like, if, especially if it's, like, you've already been to a gym that, like, you know how some of the equipment works. If then you just see something, look, yeah. dart towards it. And then you have time where you're, like, at a piece of equipment that you know how, to, how it works. And then you can kind of keep looking around, see where other things are at. Maybe there's other piece of, pieces of equipment that you're, like, oh, I know how that works, too. And, like, I know how to use that. Or maybe I'll do that next. And so it's really, like, getting into the weight area is, like, the most difficult part. And honestly, I don't think this is something that guys have to deal with because... I mean, unless it's, like, a scrawny guy who's, like, nervous to be around other, like, muscular guys. Like, I feel like girls are definitely, like, more intimidated to go into a weight area than guys are. Um, if there's any guys listening to this, like, let me know if that has ever crossed your mind. Because I feel like it doesn't. I know. I feel like no one really has to, like, think, oh, this guy, like, has no idea what he's doing. But, and I will say, I think that especially on our college campus, uh, there's a lot of girls that, like, know exactly what they're doing. And, like, so I think that once you realize that, too, like, we came in as freshmen, and like the day we happened to go like the first day there was a lot of guys there like not that many girls but that was just like the day that we happened to go and like now there's so many girls that like are in the weight area you're definitely not the only one in there and so I feel like it's becoming more and more like that where so many girls are weight training now 
you don't feel out of place anymore. And then another thing that took us a while, though, was to get into the squat racks. One, because they're busy all the time. And two, so it's kind of intimidating and it's Like, there's way. the weight section where there's machines and stuff. And there's, like, dumbbells. <laughs> but then, like, the squat racks are their whole, like, own beast. Because I feel like that's, like, the biggest thing. Yeah. I don't know. So, freshman year, I felt confident because I was, like, I took a lifting class in high school. <laughs> and I look back at our old video, like, yeah, and I backs throw like, up. Because <laughs> our form is so bad. So bad. Well, okay. And I how are we squatting no, that much? I didn't think it was bad because I was always told... Here's a little squat advice if you are new to squatting or you think it's challenging or just, you know, here's my two cents. So everyone always says that you need to keep your chest up when you're squatting. And so, and like, that's the only thing, at least when we were in high school, like that's the number one thing that like they say all the time when you're squatting, keep your chest up, keep your chest up, keep your chest up. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to keep my chest up. But I did that at the sake of arching my back a lot so I could keep my chest up a lot because that was the only thing I was ever told. And don't do that. Flat back do is, that. like, the most important thing, doesn't, in my opinion. Yeah. doesn't matter how high your chest is up. Obviously, you want it to be up high, but, like, flat back first and foremost. And then... Like, drop um, your hips, flat back. Your chest will stay up naturally. Mm-hmm. Also, try out different variations of squats. Me and Sierra cannot do, like, shoulder-width squats. Just, like, our anatomy does not work like that. I don't know how people do shoulder-width squats. So, we always do sumo squats just because that works better for our anatomy. But... I feel like we still struggle a little bit with, like, getting ourselves into the squat rack. Even just, yeah, I mean, like, now you're talking about, like, at the rack. Mm-hmm. They're full all the time. It's we literally, like, so we often. look. And then, you know, sometimes it is, like, they look full, but then sometimes, like, maybe there's some farther back, and I still, like, even we still experience one. that, like, intimidation of, like, not wanting to go all the way into the back of the squat rack area. I don't know why. That's just, like, you know, it's still yeah. a thing. Um, so we kind of just, like, make do and, like, do the rest of the workout with what we can, there's still a lot of, you know, free weight areas at our campus rec, so we can kind of be creative with that stuff, and there's a lot of cable machines, so I feel like we've definitely broadened our horizons and, like, don't have to rely on one specific thing being open, because the more flexible you are with your workouts, then you're going to be, like, more able to come up with a workout on the spot, because we actually don't even, we've gone on phases of pre-planning our workouts before going to the gym, and then waiting till we get to the gym we to plan a workout. We haven't done that since freshman year, though. We yeah. have not planned a workout since freshman year. I think there's pros and cons to both, but I think that we both decided that when we would plan a workout beforehand and then not be able to finish it just because, like, we overestimated our capabilities for, like, being able to do all that in one day, we would feel, like, defeated and, like, we didn't finish everything. And so it's been easier for us and we feel like we can better listen to our own bodies if we just come up with the workout as it's being done. Plus our fitness goals, like this is different for everyone. We're at a place where we're comfortable with what our bodies look like. And obviously like any more gains past this, like is obviously good, but we aren't like trying to lose weight or like, we're not trying to like reach these extravagant, extravagant goals. I think if you do have goals in place, like that's when you need to be a little more structured in what you're doing. But for us, we're just trying to work out and like get our bodies moving. So whatever we want to do works just fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, currently, just to give you guys some more information before we talk more about, like, maybe stuff we've, like, tried out and just, like, kind of what we're doing now. And maybe answering some of your guys' <clears throat> questions. So, we work out usually four times. It's been pretty consistently four times a week right now. But when we were doing, that's because we just added on something else that we'll talk about in a second. You guys have probably already heard of it. Um, we've talked about hot works before. But before that, we were kind of in a little workout rut. So, we'd, and honestly, like, we worked out three times mostly, <clears throat> like, in the past year, probably, it was mostly three times a week or so, um, sometimes more, sometimes less, but this year, we were, like, we really wanted to try and get to four times a week, and at the beginning of the semester, when we were, didn't have an additional gym membership, 
we it was really challenging and not motivating for us to be going to the rec for four different days of the week and so we did a video where we tried out different fitness places and we really enjoyed Hotworks so we've added on that kind of kind of component and so now it's not just weight training like that's not the only thing we focus on we've kind of spread things out and we like to be a little more well-rounded and it's been helpful for motivating us a little bit more Mm -hmm. I think that so now what I would consider like if you would call it a split you know quote-unquote workout split I would say we try and do like two weight training days so like pretty much upper lower is what we do and then on the upper days I like to do a little bit of weighted ab because you know you don't know if you're gonna get it depends on what we do at hot works but like if we are doing an ab specific class then we probably won't do abs at the rec but if we're doing a different class then we probably will throw abs in on another day usually and then, body. usually I like to fit in at least one hit style class at Hotworks they have two different class That's, types Hotworks have. has been really good for yeah. hit stuff because we we've been doing lists which is fine <laughs> but it's not as you know high intensity as hit obviously if you don't know and what so, lists is it's low intensity steady state so you pretty much like walk on an incline for 20 minutes we do sudoku on the treadmill yeah and I mean I, I mean just, you like, could walk pushing myself. honestly ideally for list you're walking more than 20 minutes but like our version of list honestly was not good yeah we do 20 minutes and so basically for hit at Hotworks, we've been doing cycling and we've also done hot blast which is with an assault bike and i really liked the cycle class i also just like how it's fast you yeah. get it done and since it's a higher temperature you're like burning more calories because you're sweating way more and i mean like there's like other like infrared benefits that like you know it reduces toxins and stuff i think we've already made it clear that we don't really care or like necessarily believe in you know that stuff but it is like really good workout regardless and it's I just mean, been good for us. Like I think I it's haven't just been, been pushing myself like physically that hard like yeah. for a while. It's been a nice change of pace. We've also we did, you know, high intensity classes, like group classes at the rec before too. Those classes were really, really good. But the thing is, like, the consistency was the issue for us. We couldn't always get ourselves to go to those classes. And I'll be honest, like part of it was because like it was that hard. And so, like, there were at multiple that point, classes where, I, like, at the end, I'd kind of, like, feel like I was going to throw up. And, like, I know that it's, like, if you don't feel like you're going to throw up, then, like, that's not my thing, you know? But, like, that's how my consistency, consistency starts to fall off. And, like, consistency is so, so, so important when you're trying to stick to a workout plan. So, it kind of became just an issue where we wouldn't even want to go to the class and we wouldn't go to the class. And then, all of a sudden, we weren't doing, like, the high-intensity training. So, it was a great workout, but we had issues with staying consistent so therefore we had to come up with something else Mm -hmm. so I think like as things stand right now I'm really happy with you know how things are going I'm loving hot works and like I feel really accomplished after the fact because like the classes get pretty difficult like obviously there's not a ton of weight or anything in there like it's mostly just like it's kind of a mat a different kind of challenging yeah so it's been you know a tough one for sure I think the last one we did was probably the hardest one that we've done we did like an isometric class that was uh, I I probably would have said that other ones have been harder, but I think that you. Well, there was three was of us hard. in that room for some, like for that one because we did it with our sister Haley, and so I think it made the room like even hotter. And so I think the heat like started to get to me because before that class, it the was heat really hadn't hot. really gotten to me. But like that one, it was. I had to take a lot of water breaks. So. I think that the assault bike class, like that, that was might hard. have been the <laughs> hardest one for me. It was it was very very hard. So, but yeah, we're going to start answering some questions because you know that's kind of like the end of our fitness journey. As it stands right now, obviously things are ever changing, and I think I we think kind of showed that we've continued to change when we kind of run into roadblocks, and that we're always trying to find different solutions because it's not just you know my fitness journey is on right now and then turns off. Like some people I know get in that cycle of like they're really on it and then they're really off it, and I think that when we're always adapting and coming up with solutions 
as we see them arising, like that's what helps us, you know, not really have or like fall off of our fitness journey. Mm -hmm. So let's see what some of your guys' questions are. First one I have to bring up is from our sister Haley, but I just thought it was kind of funny. She said, how do you keep a six pack and also drink Coke like it's water? Um, I thought it was funny, but I think that a lot of you guys probably ask the same things because we always say like, we don't eat like, you know, rabbits, like eat the healthiest all the time, but we still are like in pretty good shape. And this might also be like due to metabolism. I'm not sure like what my or, basal metabolic rate is. I think that like just personally, I've noticed that like I don't have a huge appetite. Yeah. Like I don't know how eat. it comes off in vlogs. Like I don't think it looks like I'm eating all the time. Like sure, it maybe looks like I'm not eating the healthiest, but like if I'm full at a restaurant, I will not eat all of my food. Like I don't feel the need to like eat all my food just because I bought it. And I know some people do, or like some people obviously just like have a better appetite. Or, like than we I don't do. take like leftovers a lot because we think it's kind of gross to like reheat food that's just a personal thing honestly yeah, like, like it's not gross it. but like I find it gross but, like Megan was just saying how like we went to breakfast with our older sister Haley like a few weeks ago and we each like ate one pancake that's ridiculous like I admit like that's ridiculous I don't know why my appetite is so low it's kind of big pancakes but like still one pancake is like like you know just to give you an idea of like I don't know why my appetite is so low but it is sometimes and so yeah I so think I would say like helps obviously like you should still be eating like yeah nutrients, I'm not saying you know, dense foods but hey like do as I say not as I do kind of thing um I still think like calorie wise I don't track calories either but I would guess I'm still like in a place where like my basal metabolic rate plus my calories that I you're probably off, just like are in probably a good maintenance to like what I eat yeah so I feel like even though even though we should be eating more um nutrient dense foods I feel like we're really pretty good at listening to when our body's hungry and when it's not and then that's going to be a pretty good indication of like whether your body is getting the calories it needs or not and then you know if that's the case then you're going to be maintaining yeah. your weight but so. just like i want to make it very clear to you guys like megan and i do not restrict at, at all. all like if we want something we get it but also like we know that sometimes during the week we need to be making like a healthy dinner because our, our dinners that we make dinner. are like pretty much always healthy yeah or at least like we do our best they're a pretty good mix of convenience and healthy like when we decide to make dinner it's a pretty good meal so as long as we do that, we kind of, you know, splurge on lunches. And honestly, I wouldn't even say our lunches aren't unhealthy. It's just, like, we don't make them ourselves. Like, Panera's not unhealthy, in my opinion. And Noodles & Company isn't, like, unhealthy. Blaze like probably Jimmy is. John's isn't, like, unhealthy. You know, so it's, like, we pick okay places to eat. Sometimes we'll have, like, Freddy's, which is a burger place. But, like, not often. I don't yeah. usually even, like, feel like eating, like, at places like that a lot of the time. Unless, you know, on rare occasions. But I don't know. I just kind of listen to what I feel sounds like a good thing and like to as eat. far as coke i don't know guys it just is what it is <laughs> i don't know i just can drink a lot of coke and my body doesn't care it probably does care i know it cares because when i stop drinking like, water <laughs> and i start drinking more coke then my skin starts to get angry so i need to get better at that i am aware um someone else said when did you guys start working out how old i think like we already mentioned this but i think that a lot of people that are younger they don't really know when to transition and i would honestly say like don't worry about working out until you're in high school yeah i would agree I think that 16, 17 would be a pretty... I mean, 15 would be, like, fine. Like, yeah. I just, think we probably were 16, because I definitely... When I say, like, we middle schoolers, like, working out, I'm kind of like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, you don't have to be working out. You probably have, like, a sport you could be doing. Unless it's, like, them shooting hoops at, like, in the basketball area of the gym, you know? Then, okay. Um, but, yeah, probably high school is best, and that's when we started working out in the gym. Someone said, um, how to avoid injuries. Um... I mean, as far as, like, working form out... Form is so important. Form is very important. Know how your body mechanics are supposed to work. I would say 99% of the time, flat back, lift with your legs, um, that kind spine of stuff. neutral most of the time. Like, it depends on what you're doing, obviously. 
obviously gymnastics you have to like arch your back a lot because of the movements yeah. that you're doing but i think that proper form if something good. doesn't feel right don't do it like it doesn't matter if it says like it's the most effective exercise to be doing whatever your goal is do not do it if it mm-hmm. doesn't feel right like for example um not that i like have a super you know big goal of like getting huge quads but like you know the quad machine where it's like you sorry that was our dog barking <laughs> um you're ankles or shins are like behind a mat and you're just like it's a leg extension that's what it is the leg extension machine I have never done that because I don't think my knees would like that like I just they would get so mad at me so if there's just anything like that where your body's not going to like there's just certain exercises even like I used to hate lunges I've gotten better at them just because I have progressed into doing them more but I used to hate lunges my body didn't like when I did lunges like I just didn't feel as stable so I feel like you just need to be aware of like not just doing the exercise but being like how do I feel like my body's reacting to this are my knees stable are my ankles strong enough to be able to help me balance and I feel like just the more aware you are of your body and how it's feeling and knowing not to like push past that then you should be in a pretty good place and like hopefully not get super or a lot of injuries also just like as far as stretching goes dynamic stretching before working out and then uh uh, what's the last static stretching stretching after working out is like the most optimal type of stretching you can do uh so that's also like been helping with Injury prevention. Yeah, so me and Sierra like to usually, not all the time, but especially for leg workouts, we'll make sure we walk for five minutes just to get our blood flowing. It's not exactly, it's like kind of dynamic stretching. I have seen like you could walk, you know, to warm up, but you can do like other sorts of dynamic stretches as well. Yeah, but walking, if you really have no idea what to do, is at least a pretty decent place to start. And then stretching and rolling out after a workout is also really good and should help with soreness and whatnot. Another question, which I feel like is really prevalent for a lot of females our age is have you ever struggled with body image issues and I feel very lucky to say that like in general no I have not I've always been pretty like confident in myself but that's because I feel like I've had a lot of outward people being like oh like you look really great like you're in shape like my family's always like they know that I work out and like it mm-hmm. shows and so I feel like I've never had that doubt in myself I feel like honestly if anything which is like not exactly the same as what most people are experiencing. It's like when I was on like middle school or something and like we were so tiny when we were younger and like I just like everyone else was like going through puberty like way earlier than I was and I was like, oh my God, I look like a little boy still. (laughs) Like we were so short. Whereas like now we are like average height right now, but like we used to be so petite, nothing would ever fit. And like I feel like I struggled more with that than what I do now. I feel like we both have a very... Like, good, we've grown into ourselves a little bit um, more. Image of ourselves and just like being able to know that we... Like how you perceive yourself is like really what matters and like how you talk about yourself because you like I know like there's like good days and bad days where you're going to be like more picky about yourself or like have the tendency to compare but no matter what if you have a pretty good baseline of being able to feel good about yourself and like being able to notice your like positive traits rather than just focusing on anything negative has been very helpful Mm -hmm. um also just knowing that like life is a journey your body is never going to be the same like throughout your life it's changing all the time like the body that I have now is not the body that I had when I was 10 it's not the body that I'm gonna have when I'm 30 so learning to like love it at every stage and like for what it's doing as like as opposed to like its aesthetics is important all right someone said how do you stay fit in college we'll kind of expand beyond just utilizing a campus rec walking helps a lot I think that and I think a lot of college students like walk a lot but if you you know our college campus has it's pretty easy to walk places, but also some places are really fine. You, like, have to take a bus. And there is, like, a good um, bus transportation system. And so when it's colder, it's, like, okay, yeah, like, the bus 
looks better because it gets cold in Iowa. Uh, we've been lucky that this semester, actually, the weather's been pretty good. Like, we've good. barely taken the bus. Go yeah, <laughs> and so even when it is cold, like, there's nights where it's cold and, like, we still choose to walk home. Also because, like, the convenience is just a little bit better. We don't have to wait on a bus schedule. And if the weather is, like, tolerable, then, like, we can easily walk home and it's not a big deal. So I think you just kind of, like, you don't realize how much walking you do. Or, like, I remember freshman year when we lived in the dorms, our elevator in our building was, like, so, so, so slow. And we lived on the fifth floor. And so, like, we honestly took the stairs, like, quite a bit. And, woo, that was... That'll get you. That'll get you, walking up five flights of stairs. I also think that, you know, obviously in college, you're so busy with, like, activities, schoolwork. Like, there's a lot that comes with college. And so someone else I saw asked, like, how do you maintain, like, a workout schedule with all of that? And I think, like, honestly, you just have to act just like, like it's another thing. Just like how you do thing. with your class schedule, if you just fit it in, it just becomes part of it. Like, Megan and I don't, like, have to think about, like, I mean, sometimes we'll be like, are we working out today, yes or no? But, like... We always know, like, we're working out four days a week. We just have to decide, like, which days those are. And, like, we are also lucky this semester that we don't have classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But we've, trust me, guys, we've been in college for semesters before this where we had class every single day of the week. So, like, that's just the one exception for this semester. But I promise we are just just like you guys and we have yeah. busy schedules, too. I think what helps with us is trying to fit it in between classes because then you're already on campus and you just have to, like, if you have, like, an hour break, like, what are you yeah. supposed to do? Like, you know, I'm just, not going to pull out a book to study for an hour. I'm going to go Just find a time that works hour. for you. As the semester has gone on, we've figured out our favorite times to work out during the week. And so we can just kind of count on those and refer back to those and be like, okay, yeah, that's when we're, we're going to be working out. And the more you incorporate it, even, even if it's like, okay, there's been days where we show up to the gym, like we know we're going to work out that day. That's never really been the question. But guess what? Maybe the intensity or the difficulty of the workout or like how well it goes isn't as great, but like we always show up. So yeah. that's kind of the difference. We're always there. <laughs> we're always there, but sometimes workouts are good and sometimes they're not so good. But we're always there and that definitely helps keep us consistent. So if you at least get yourself to the gym, that's, you know, you're going to get that one battle. Out of it. Yeah. Um, the next question I found is, are there any fitness people that you look up, look up to? I think I can think of three off the top of my head. Whitney Simmons, I think, is like our tried and true, like, go to We've fitness been inspiration. Her for a while. Uh, probably like three years, I think now. Mm-hmm. And she has like a lot of great workout ideas, just like also great personality in general. Like I trust her with like a ton of like the lifestyle stuff that she does. And I think that she also like really enforces intuitive mm-hmm. living and eating and just like doing your best. Um, we also follow Stephanie Buttermore and Natasha Ocean. Not as much as Whitney Simmons, but there's people that we kind of. I feel like I mostly ideas. follow Natasha because I like her functional training stuff. Yeah. I've been trying to like do that more. And, like, if you don't know what functional training is, it's just, like, working out with, like, movements that you do, like, on a daily basis or, like, getting your body to, like, move better. Not just, like, worrying about, like, the weights you're lifting. And then Stephanie Buttermore, I think, has been really interesting to follow recently because she's been doing what she calls all-in, where she's been not restricting her eating like she used to and is, like, eating to full satiety. And so she's been gaining weight as a result of that. And so I've been following her on that just kind of, like, because it's a different part of someone's fitness journey that, like, I think is really really interesting and so yeah it's kind of annoying how many people are like like people think she's like falling off when really it's just like this is what she needs to be doing for herself at the moment if you guys are curious like into like more about what we're talking about obviously like she has a youtube channel definitely check out her youtube channel she's done a lot of stuff and she has a phd so i just also like love like a smart girl like educated you know knows how to do her thing her research and stuff um i would say if you're going to be following fitness influencers you need to be following them because you genuinely think that the content and stuff that they're posting is beneficial to you. Like, Winnie Simmons, she posts workouts, and I'm like, 
I actually don't even know if I've like done any of her workouts, but I usually will pick like maybe I'll like be able to refer back to it to be like a, a like a single exercise that she did. Maybe I'll try, but I usually don't do like a full structured workout with like what she does. I just personally don't do that. But I think that that's why I follow people. And if you're going to be following people just because it's like someone for you to compare yourself to and like try to use as motivation, like that's not, I wouldn't recommend following for someone for that reason. So mm-hmm. I feel like those people are very, um, what's the word I was looking for? Just like good people. I don't know. I was looking for like a better <laughs> word than that, but um, genuine, that's the word I was looking for. Okay. So this next question I have is kind of interesting. They said, do you care about your weight or body fat or do you just want to do what you want to do? I have mixed feelings about this because I am the type of person that, like, I want to stay within, like, a certain weight range that I have I've for stopped weighing myself as much, but I'm also not someone that gets triggered from knowing my weight. And I know some people, like, everyone has a different relationship with the scale. So it like, really depends on your relationship Honestly, I have, like, a 10-pound range that I'm, like, okay with. And, like, that's kind of my goal. And I just, like, I feel like I mostly just, like, want to stay within that range because right now I don't see a reason why that weight should change. So, like... If it did change drastically from, like, within that range, I'd be like, what's going on? Like, that yeah. kind of thing. And also just, like... Like, we're not freshman... putting on a huge amount of muscle right now, yeah. either. We are doing pretty, like, consistent maintenance training and dieting, so that's why we would ex- expect to be staying within a certain range. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, if you're trying to, like, achieve a certain goal, like, weighing yourself can be, like, a tool. very it's not... just a tool. Or but it can be, hel- not like, not helpful because if you, like, are trying to lose weight, but you're also, like, gaining muscle, like, yeah. the scale isn't really reflecting that, so... For me, like, again, I don't, like, own a scale, so I don't weigh myself that often, but, like, every once in a while, I'll kind of check in and be like, am I still within, like, that Like, our dad owns a scale, so if we're at home, like, I'll weigh myself sometimes. And then, like, as far as, like, body fat percentage, I am rarely, like, with, like, something that has, like, I think it's called, like, bioelectrical impedances, Yeah. does, like, your body fat percentage. I'm rarely in a space that has that, so, like, every once in a while, I will do that, but, like, I don't really, like, do anything with that information. Yeah. We don't, like, keep track of, like, oh, this is what I was last time. This is what I am now. Um, honestly, if you're going to your physicals and your doctor has any concerns, that's when it would be something to yeah, worry about. Yeah, and if you're looking good and feeling good, like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what any numbers are. Sometimes, like, you'll see fitness influencers a lot. Fit, flip, oh, my gosh. <laughs> fitness influencers online, and you'll see, like, this really, like, fit person in shape, and they'll say their weight, and you'll be like, wow, I wouldn't have, like, associated, like, that weight with someone who looks like that. But that just goes to show that weight doesn't have a look. Yeah, um, I kind of feel like we've answered most of these questions, so anything else you wanted to throw out there before we end off the podcast? I don't think so. I think this was like a nice, good, like re- well-rounded podcast. Yeah, we kind so. of just let you guys know our personal journey with, you know, from the very beginning, the very, very beginning, yeah. <laughs> um, all the way to now, and hopefully we gave you guys some good tips, and really just like, I think the best thing you can do is focus on what works best for you, because you know, a lot of times people have, like, oh, there's so many resources with, with, like, what's online and, like, all these influencers that can help me figure out what to do, when sometimes that's counterproductive and, like, you need to be finding out what works best for you by trying stuff out yourself, whether that be the workouts you're doing, the places that you're going to work out, or the amount of times you're working out, or the diets that you're doing, like, you need to be the one figuring that out for mm-hmm. yourself, and whatever you find, hey, I'm actually, like, kind of sticking to this, that's when it's a good thing. That's when yeah. you know that's a good thing. And if you're like, I'm really not sticking to this at all, that's when you need to be like, what can I do to like try out, like switch things up a little bit? Mm-hmm. I would definitely say like if there's one takeaway from this podcast, it's consistency, 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 because like things this change is a lifestyle. all the time. Like you saw from our journey from like when we we're eight all the way to now, 
things have changed so much, but, like, the one thing that stayed consistent is that, like, we've been going, we've been finding new things, and, like, we've been sticking with it because this is a lifelong thing that you have to do. Exercising is not really a choice. Like, obviously, like, you know, it is. It like, is, you can choose to you know, work out or not, but, but like, me and Sierra like to think it's it not. It really should not be a choice because, like, your body is begging to move. It needs it. So. Or an exercise fizz, and just, like, a fun little tidbit, pretty much every time someone's trained versus not trained or exercising versus not exercising, the outcome's better. Just always. So, you're never going to regret working out. Um, except maybe if you are not, if you're not just after the workout, but then you'll feel better after. So just try and figure out what works for you. Hopefully this guy, this motivates you guys to kind of just, you know, try something new. Maybe or, you listen to this while you're working out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we hope you guys enjoy this episode. Make sure you go check out our Instagram so you can let us know how your fitness journeys have kind of evolved or if you're planning on getting started with yours soon. We'll have a post up. We didn't post one last week. Sorry about that. We I will, <laughs> We'll post one for this episode. But yeah, make sure you follow us, our personal Instagrams, and our podcast Instagram. We would appreciate it. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.